0: Keep on keeping that what you love you'll find that someday soon enough you will rise up, rise up, yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Underdog. Today I have an amazing guest with me here today. T, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. You're such an awesome spirit and you're doing so many amazing things in the world right now. And I just can't wait to get into your story. For those of you who are listening, T is just like absolutely incredible. She has such an amazing journey and what she's working on now is really remarkable. So T, I got to start off with this question of where did you find the inspiration to get to where you are today, you know, what has led you to your journey to
1: where you are today? Oh, that is such a great question, Pamela. I love to share this story just because I was going through a lot of things in life and just being in a situation where, you know, I had the degree and I was in a job that was stable, but it wasn't something I was passionate about though. So just a little background, I'm a registered nurse and I was working at a clinic you know, just doing my thing, doing what I was supposed to be doing. But I was doing nutrition coaching on the side. So I had, you know, that whole background, anatomy, physiology, nutrition, all that stuff, as, as well as patient care. And so I had all the ingredients to go into nutrition coaching, health coaching, but I was so scared to do it. I had that dream, but I was so scared to really get into it. But last year, I ended up getting furloughed as a nurse. I know that sounds crazy, right? How did you get furloughed as a nurse? Yes, it did happen. But it was such an important moment, I want to say in my life because it was it's kind of like that aha, like now's the time. Now's the time to do what you want to do with your nursing background, nutrition background. So I decided to launch my business. And it's kind of crazy during a pandemic, but I think it takes a little bit of craziness to be an entrepreneur and a business owner. Anyway. <laughs> so I definitely have that craziness. there. <laughs> and so I just decided to go for it. So early last year, I launched New Leaf Nutrition, and it is a women's lifestyle, nutrition, health, Brand pretty much, and it's been a fun ride ever since. It's been a roller coaster, but definitely exciting. So,
0: <laughs> I love that. I mean, there's so much to your story, and like what really inspired you in the beginning to actually mm-hmm. go down the medical
1: route, if you will, like the nurse route in the beginning? Yeah, so my passion really came from helping people. So growing up, I always had this strong desire to help people. And I'm kind of like a science nerd as well. So it matched up well. And I just loved helping people, interacting with people. And I thought that was like a fantastic way to like merge all my passions as well. So definitely. That's amazing. And who inspired you throughout your journey when,
0: when you were young or just in your journey in, in general? Was there a particular person per, or
1: people, if you will? You know, Pamela, I'm going to be totally honest about this. Like growing up, I, I kind of grew up in a, a little bit of a rough situation, I had a really chaotic family life. So I did a lot of things on my own. So I had to find the desire kind of deep within myself. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I found something that sparked my spirit, I really found joy in it and like went for it. And I ended up just learning from, you know, all the lessons of having that rocky childhood but I ended up leaning on myself learning how to just trust my own intuition and I feel like it's helped me so much especially as an entrepreneur it gave me kind of that grit and I think you'd you'd have to agree with me on this to be an entrepreneur you need some grit in there right? it's not always the smooth as ride but I am thankful for those challenging moments in life especially early on because it gave me all that to really begin a business that I'm passionate about. That's incredible.
0: That's incredible. The challenges is what we speak of on Underdog all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's exactly how do you get over those challenges? So, so like what were some of the hardest challenges that you've been through? Because the only reason I ask this is because people who are listening, you just never know who's going through what. And it's like by you sharing and you letting us know like, hey, this is how I overcame this. So it might help.
1: This is what I loved about your podcast and just like everything about it was just putting yourself out there, your vulnerability so that others can be inspired by it. So, you know, I love that you're giving me this opportunity to share my story so that hopefully I can inspire some people that are going through a similar situation, Mm -hmm. gives them hope like, hey, if I can do it, you can definitely do it too. So, you know, I want to start early childhood. It was tough. I didn't really have much of a family. Mm -hmm. So I know that sounds weird. And I had the toughest time saying it to you, like, I didn't really have much of a family life. My mother suffered from a lot of mental illness. So started with postpartum depression, she had a very hard time raising me. And so she ended up remarrying. And then the guy that she ended up remarrying, my stepfather was also abusive. So my mother was abusive, and my stepfather was abusive. But growing up, it was, it started at a really young age. So I I didn't know that it was bad, but they always say like your first, like, let's say from one to seven, those are the most important years, because that's where you're getting all your programming. Mm -hmm. So I got programmed with a lot of negativity. It really affected me through life. And I didn't realize how bad it was until I got out of that negative space. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was definitely rough for sure but I knew deep inside, you know, I had so much passion within me growing up because I went through all those hardships and just having to see like my friends have an amazing family life. And I was jealous of that. I will admit I was jealous of friends that had moms that make them cookies and stuff because I never had that. I never had any of that stability growing up, but it really sparked something in me. I will say that it really sparked a fire in me like, hey, I'm getting out of this situation because I know I can do better. So I developed that spark really early like when I was in my teens Mm. and it really helped me get out of that situation. So I left home when I was 18. I actually joined the Air Force and I will credit that as one of the most amazing, it was a hard decision because it's so out of my comfort zone. (laughs) It really was. And I had no stability in my life and then to go into such a structured environment like the military is kind of insane, right? But I feel like that saved my life. Going to the military really saved my life because it took me out of that abusive environment and let me pursue a degree in nursing. And then I didn't have to pay for it. And it really gave me confidence. Like, hey, I got myself. And that's amazing at 18. Like, I got myself out of that situation. Now I'm making money for myself and I'm putting myself through college. So that I would say was a big moment in my life for sure
0: amazing thank you so much for sharing that tia i Mm -hmm. love that and i mean throughout your moments like what kept you inspired in some of like the roughest moments that you've had or even just in general like to date like what's something that's really constantly inspired you that you know because there's days that we all
1: have and we're just like ah (laughs) yeah Yes, definitely, for sure. And this is going to sound weird, but I would find inspiration in some of the littlest things, but it would help me so much. So if I was having like a rough day, just like hearing some really good music, and I clinged onto that as a child, like finding pleasure in like little things, you know, maybe it was like a fun cartoon episode, or eating something yummy, or being able to hang out with friends, just being outside, I would find joy in little things, even as a child. And that's helped me would say so much in life. So I, I do tell a lot of people that I coach, you know, look for those things, because there's beauty all around us, you just have to, you know, change your perspective a little bit. And look at the roughest moments, right?
0: Right, totally. Oh, my gosh. I love that find beauty in the little things.
1: Yes. And you'll find inspiration, in literally everything, even like some song that you're listening to on the radio. It'll just like help you know, raise up your vibration for the day, like, you're feeling good, you know, so that's something I've done, like, persist, like, consistently throughout my life, and it's helped me so much.
0: I love that, and I love that you turned to music, because that's what it was for me, too, even to this day, I, if I have a bad day, if I just go out, and I drive through the city, and I just am blaring my music, it, like, just, like, releases, yes, everything, and it's yeah. so crazy how music can do that, so, like, for you, basically, you found an outlet, which I think is so important. And then for anyone who's listening, it's like, you need to find your outlet. Like, what is it? Because if you don't find one that's healthy, you're going to find one that's not healthy. It's either it's one or the healthy. other. There is no in between. And I've seen it through so many times. Has that been your experience too, Ting? Have you noticed Absolutely. that anybody I- not like conscientious about what how they use their outlet always ends up in some crazy
1: scenario it's so true it is so true and I definitely see that a lot as a coach too so a lot of clients come to me they out outlet so let's say they're having a rough day they'll grab a bunch of food or alcohol alcohol is definitely a big one I've definitely seen that a lot especially since the pandemic started too so they're grabbing the alcohol you know they're finding destructive behavior but if you can channel that energy because there is a lot of energy there right if you can channel that energy to something positive. But I also used working out as an outlet too, because I had a lot of energy and that served me really well. So I'll tell people, you don't have to lift if you don't want to lift, but find something that works for you that gets your body moving because it does something for you. So you're moving your body physically, it has a positive impact on you mentally as well. So hey, maybe you want to do something slower, do some yoga or dance to music, right? If you're into music, find what brings you joy. I think that's really important for sure. Like you're saying, having that positive outlet. It's a game changer. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And now for you that you transitioned, so you went from Air Force, then you went into nursing, mm-hmm. and then you pivoted into coaching. What was like your aha
1: moment to switch and pivot from nursing to coaching? So this is really interesting. So I always loved nursing because the fact that I can help people, I can educate people. It was great. But I really wanted that nutrition piece in there because that's really what I'm passionate about. I feel like there's so much information out there. We kind of have this problem. We have too much information. We can Google everything. But I feel like it confuses a lot of people. So if I can just streamline the whole process for them, educate them, it just works out really well. So I'm really passionate about that. So I kind of merged the two, I took my nursing background, and I merged it with the coach nutrition coaching, kind of did my own thing with it. And I think it's made me an amazing coach. But I want to say like, it's made me a great coach, because I have this science background with what was it patient care, all that stuff with the nutrition. So I really just merged into my own thing. And that's what I offer my clients. So I hope it's good. I think they like it. So. <laughs>
0: really cool that you embed the the nutrition as part of it and you also have the nursing background so like you know Mm -hmm. what it actually is you know the science behind it of health just in totality as a nurse and then you also add the nutrition piece because I feel like sometimes a lot of people like it's either one side or the other either you have the holistic completely and then you have the nursing part that's like what you learn in school and they're like totally separate like I've never met anyone intertwined both worlds. But the thing is, like, when you intertwine both worlds, you become very dynamic, and you can answer a lot of questions, because you're using research from two backgrounds.
1: Yes. And I think it's really important to back things up with research, too. So instead of just like, like I was mentioning, there's a lot of information out there on Google, but how much of it can it be backed by science? And that's really important to me, like, hey, this works from a scientific point, from a scientific perspective. So I bring a lot of that in there, but I kind of make it so you can apply to real life situations. instead of so like throwing out this data at you, it's like, hey, this is how you can apply it to your life. And I think it it, it works really well, so. I love that. That's fantastic.
0: No, I, I think so too. I think that you're bringing the best of both worlds, which is really fantastic. And I mean, across your your clients that you've had so far, because you launched it in the middle of a pandemic, which right. I think is so funny. So okay. you're like, I'm just going to launch this now. So just let's do it. <laughs> yeah. you know, Anyone switching from like a, a a traditional job, you know, and going straight into entrepreneurship, it sounds like you were almost forced into it. But you're just like, a little, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I, I, I was all for it though. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> I love it. But like, what challenges have you been through in the beginning of entrepreneurship since you started? And you know, have you gotten sort of past that? Because a lot of people are, like are so petrified to take that plunge because you could have yeah. applied for another job. You could right. on that. You probably would have been hired easily. Right. COVID. But, you know, like what have been some of the challenges and how have you overcome them throughout
1: launching your business literally in a, in a pandemic? <laughs> yes. I think the biggest challenge I would say is the mental aspect of it, because you're not going to have a lot of people agreeing, you, agreeing with you. Right, Pamela, when you're an entrepreneur, you have a lot of people asking you like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And You have to find it within yourself. You have to have that confidence in yourself or have that drive or passion be like, No, I believe in this. And I believe in this strongly enough to pursue it and see it, you know, as a dream and then make it happen. So that was the toughest part, especially in the beginning, I still go through it now. You know, listening to family members, like, what are you doing? You have a nursing degree. And, you know, you're, Trying to be a business owner during the pandemic, you just sound crazy right now. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but it's really exciting, and I'm so passionate about it. Amazing. Well,
0: well, I mean, like, I know that has always happened to me, right? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. But when I was
0: shifting from my restaurants into the real estate world, everyone's like, "You have a college degree. You have right. you have these restaurants." like, why are you going into real estate development? You don't know anything about construction. You don't know anything about this. And like, I'll never forget, like this one guy, like it motivated me so much when he was literally said to me, he's like, stick to your restaurants and ice cream. And I was just like, what? And in my mind, I'm like, this guy, He always acted like a family friend, like he did Uh things, and then like all of a sudden, I'm like super excited telling him about like here's my first flip that I'm buying, like I'm super excited at my restaurants, like, and he's just like stick to your restaurants. That phrase lit up my whole life. I was, I am gonna show up to this man's literal business if he still owns it in like ten years from now in like literally a brand new Lambo. Like, I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So it's like, it's funny how sometimes like certain things that people say, like actually motivate you further. Cause you're like, you're like, if you're thinking that, and you're somebody who's close, somewhat close to me, right. Right. What's the rest of the world thinking? My, oh, hell no. I was like, I cannot, I cannot. Because if this is what you're thinking, like imagine what other people are thinking. So I'm like, They're going to be like, oh, she can't do it. Like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. I think that that's like an underdog trait, but it's just like, you know, once people just tell you no, you're just like, no, I don't agree, but okay, thank you for your input, you know, and there's Mm -hmm. a polite way to do it. And that's exactly what I said to him. I was like, you know, it's okay. Thank you for your input. Appreciate you looking out. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna pull up in a Lambo to his yes. gonna <laughs> every like ten years. Yeah. Ago, I'm like this is what it's gonna be. So
1: I think it's awesome that you didn't listen because some a lot of people give in. It's a big thing in entrepreneurship. Everybody listening, like if you're an entrepreneur and your family's telling you like, hey, you're crazy. This is not going anywhere. Don't listen. You know, listen to your listen to your gut and your intuition. That's gonna be your biggest thing throughout this journey. So. I can't say it's like the smoothest ride, but it's definitely exciting, and uh, you'll never be bored—that's for wow. sure, right?
0: I love it so much. And now, so in your coaching world, and mixing it with the with the nutrition, you know, mm-hmm. and also your nursing background, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges that people come to you with, and how do you sort of help them get past that?
1: Right. So that is such a fantastic question, Pamela. Uh, so I'm gonna say this: the biggest challenge for most people especially when it comes to weight loss it's a mental game 90% of it is psychological I will say that every time because we'll be doing fantastic in a program especially the first month they're killing it they're losing weight they're feeling good looking good all that stuff they will hit a block because the weight stalls on the scale and it messes them so much mentally I see this happen so many times so my job as a coach is to be there for you, be that support and say like, hey, this happens to everybody. Don't just rely on the scale for your progress. You know, there are other ways to assess your progress. So I really wanna make sure I offer that support because I see this happen pretty much in every client actually. When they see that that weight loss start to slow down or stop, they will wanna just like give up. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not the time to give up. Now we push. Now is the time to push. So that is probably the the hardest part of their journey, I guess, is just get over that mental block. You know, I think, Pamela, that goes for everything in life, right? A lot of this is a big mental game, right? Totally. Totally. And I, I had this
0: quote, if you tell yourself you can, then you can. If you tell yourself yes. you can, you're still right. Absolutely. Right? Like, if you be like, oh, I can't do this, you're not going to do it. Right. You say, and if you sit there and you're like, I don't care what what I have to do to get there, I'm gonna get there. The barriers you create in your mind are only mental, and I tell people that all the time. I'm like, why are you by <laughs> yourself? There is no limit to what you can do. None, absolutely none. You set your own barriers on that, and I always say like society has a way, but with like stereotypes and oh, you know the things absolutely. that that's, that are fed into the mind, right? That they create these limitations in your mind but like they're mere thoughts and if you can learn how to challenge those thoughts it's a whole nother level to the game right if you exactly. have like no but like like in my mind for example like I don't think about like nothing's out of reach in my mind I'm like I like tell people I'm like one day I'm gonna interview Oprah like it's gonna be on an underdog and they're like yes. yeah so funny <laughs> you know like it's hilarious and I'm just like no I'm I will, yeah. but I'm going to, you know, right. So it's like the same thing. And it's like, you know, in your world, how do you help them sort of get over that block when they come to that mental sort of shift that they're like, not they're stopping. And you're like,
1: okay, 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 how do, how do I get them back up kind of thing? Yeah, definitely a great question. So I do a lot of mindset work actually. So with my program, the focus is on weight loss and establishing lifestyle habits But one of the key things, because I've seen this a lot with clients, is that whole mental side. So I do a lot of mindset work, and I think that's important for everybody, not just people on a weight loss journey. I do a lot of mindset work myself too. Do you do anything, Pamela, to help you? Because you're telling us a little bit how your mind works, how you don't believe in barriers. What do? What did you do to get there? Kind of like mentally. So much self
0: development work. I mean, years of. and this like mentors and watching other people go through certain situations and seeing their outcome and just like years of observing and years of being like, okay, what self-limiting beliefs am I putting on myself? And just like yeah. all kinds of I just try to analyze myself. First, I think it it starts with like understanding your your emotions. Cause understanding yourself is like too much of a loaded question because we're always right. constantly evolving. So like we actually will never get to know our true, true selves. Because we're always changing, right? But the right. one thing that we could do is become aware of our emotions. So, like, how, you know, what's a trigger that gets me pissed off? Or what's a trigger that, you know, things that do make me happy, you know, like different things and like learning. And like <laughs> before, when I was younger, I was a hothead. You'd said something to me, like, I would go off. Uh, you yeah. know, somebody's, somebody mentions my name in, in their mouth, like, this is like in high school, middle school, you know, like, teenager I would be in that person's face in 0.05 seconds and be like what did you do
1: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) just say like I would want to hear you say it like again like real quick like to my face though don't say it to this like hot I used to let energies like get to me so much because I'm like why would this person say something about me when I like have no business Because I was always that kid right like I was just living life I was like a triathlete and I was just like, you know, like I had my boyfriend, whatever. Like my life was just like set. And like, I never talked crap about people whenever I would be out with friends or whatever. Like I was just always there to have a good time. Like I don't never cared about gossip. Right. So like when people would talk about me, I'd be so pissed off because I'm like, what did I do to get you? So like, I haven't said a word about you. And then like, and it would get to me and I'm like, I never realized how badly I was reacting and letting those emotions in. And then I was reacting. And then that was consuming my thoughts. And then my thoughts would become negative and angry because I was negative and angry because that's what mm-hmm. I'm allowing in. So I think it starts with like from from my mindset stuff, I think it really does start with like becoming aware of like what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what then kind of analyzing that and then kind of like shifting from there, like understanding that like you can't just let somebody in like that. A ship will never sink unless water gets into it right? Yes, I
1: love that. Yes, absolutely.
0: You know you only will be bogged down by what you allow inside. So it's like for me, it was like l- learning how to become bulletproof was just that protecting my energy. Pam, don't react because if you react, it's gonna affect this and it's gonna affect this and it. it was like years of this, you know cycle of like learning and learning, but that's I think the first thing that I did was was really dive, dive deep and be aware of how I was responding, why I was responding that way and kind of like training your mind because like you can't just it doesn't happen overnight <laughs> yeah. unfortunately you're there like oh my god here I am furious again you know right. so it like takes time and then eventually it becomes habit and eventually you're okay but yeah it's really fascinating how that all sort of plays out to be honest
1: yeah for sure but that mindset where it's so important for everybody's especially when you're like trying to get to goals and you're facing those obstacles, that mindset work that you're doing is what's going to like get you through that. Because without a doubt, no matter what you're doing, you're going to face some kind of obstacle, right? Mm -hmm. But it's up to you if you're going to let that get in your way, or if you're going to be like, "Nah, (laughs) I got this, right? So definitely got to do the mindset work.
0: Absolutely. I love that so much. I love that so much. And like, you know, in in your world, like as you've been evolving throughout the pandemic as as a business, like how has that been? Like (laughs) launching a business in the middle of COVID, like
1: how how has it been? Because obviously everything's had to be digital, right? Right, right. I feel like it's given me a unique opportunity actually to launch everything online. Mm -hmm. So it is different, but I think it teaches a lot of people the importance of being able to pivot and being able to be flexible, like, hey, things happen in life, right? So it's your choice if you're gonna be like bogged down by all the obstacles or find a way to like get over it. So I think that's what separates a lot of people is, you know, your mindset and your determinations, like, you know, it all determines like your your direction and how you handle things. So it really just like taught me how to be flexible. It's like, okay, if this doesn't work, Let's figure out another way. Let's find a way around it. So I think that's a very important lesson that I learned launching a business in a pandemic. <laughs> I
0: love that. I love that. And like throughout your experience so far, like what would be your number one tip for anyone who's thinking about, you know, like weight loss? I mean, I know because now we're in the winter time, and everyone's mm-hmm. talking about the summer bod. You right. know, what would be your biggest tip
1: there? My biggest tip is to just go for it. If you are not happy with where you are, take accountability of your own life and your own health, and you can do something about it. You have it all within you to do something. So if you want that change, don't let anything stop you. Just go for it today. Don't wait till next Monday, because everyone keeps wanting to like, oh, I'll just start it on a Monday, right? Well, today is a Monday, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> don't wait. If you want to make that change, you know, find that fire inside of you and make that shit happen. Like, make it happen. I love that. I love that. And now, like in your experience
0: today, right? Like what would your older self tell your younger self based on what you know now?
1: Let go of the doubts. Just let it go. You only have one life to live. So make it memorable, right? And go after your dreams and what really sparks that fire in you. And now for you, what are you up
0: to these days? I know you've mentioned the coaching program. What's what's upcoming with you?
1: Yes, so definitely with the coaching and business, I'm really working on expanding and a lot of growth. And it's been super exciting as well. I also recently launched a podcast. It's such an exciting opportunity. I'm doing it with my friend and fellow nurse and health coach. Her name is Samantha Rambo. And the podcast is called Nurses Corner. And we are just trying our best to educate people through, um, like, talk about healthy habits. So we're not advocating for anything crazy, like starve yourself kind of diet. But we're talking about relevant health topics. And I think the biggest thing is action steps, too. It's like, here's what you can do. So we always try to add some really solid action tips in every episode that we do. So here's some information, here's what you can do about it. So yeah, I, I um, hope to keep adding like some interesting episodes. I know we got some great plans for it. So working on expanding all that right now, and of course, like making an impact on as many people as possible. I think that's the biggest thing for me is really being able to have this opportunity to change lives
0: love that. I love that. And now like, where can everybody find you and your awesomeness?
1: (laughs) My main platform, I do a lot of my marketing on Instagram. So you can find me on new leaf nutrition coach on Instagram. I also have a website that you guys can check out. So If you guys have any questions about nutrition, lifestyle, definitely don't hesitate to message me. I love talking with people. I love connecting online. That's how I met you just like connecting through Instagram and stuff. So I love that opportunity just to connect with people and educate people. So please don't hesitate.
0: Thank you so much, Tia. It's such an honor having you here today. You're so awesome and inspiring.
1: Thank you so much, Pamela. I love being able to just chat with you. The only dream